Welcome to 90 Day Fiance, where two attorneys with too much time on their hands discuss our mutual love for the most entertaining reality show on television, 90 Day Fiance. I'm Christine. And I'm Mai. And this is 90 Day Fiance. Hello. Happy Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I know. This is a different routine for us. Feels like Sunday, but at least we don't have to start the week over again. (laughs) That's good. I would hate that. Yeah, it's already been a long week. It has been. How is it Thanksgiving next week? I know, I totally forgot it's Thanksgiving next week. It's crazy. Time is flying, I don't know. Yeah, I've been going back and forth with my mom about how I'm not going to be home for Thanksgiving next week, but I am going to be home this Thursday, and she was just so confused. So this time you had to tell her that you were traveling. Well, because it's international. Well, I, you know what? <laughs> when, it's a, when it's a big holiday trip, I obviously have to tell her. All right. Because yes. I'm not home for the big holidays. So are you guys having like a mini Thanksgiving this week? No, I just, I, I just have to. Well, I have dinner with them every weekend. But this weekend, I can't go home, so I'm going to try and go home on Thursday or Friday to see them. You want to ask if I should come instead in your place? I don't think you can handle, like, a Vietnamese Thanksgiving. It's a lot. Like, everyone's screaming at everyone for some reason. (laughs) It's very loud. So it'll be like Manal's house for Thanksgiving. Maybe. But probably with less people. No, it's not. And my my dad is also deaf, so they're actually screaming at each other because no one can hear. <laughs> like he can't hear anybody. But your dad is so cute. He is really cute. He's adorable. He is. Yeah. Is he gonna get a dog? He has a dog. Oh, he does. I thought he was. I thought he was just like a Brooklyn stand, but I didn't know he had his own dog. He has no. He loves dogs. He has. At one point, he had five dogs. Now he has. Oh. They've all died. Now he has one. Hmm. But this one is also on his last leg. This is actually Beers, my sister's dog that my dad stole. My dad does have a very soft spot for Brooklyn. But for some reason, Brooklyn refuses to cuddle with him. Mm. But she would cuddle with my mom, (laughs) who does not like dogs. That's always the case. Yeah. But anyways, we had so much fun at your Diwali party. Did you? I did. It was actually really fun um, seeing some people from law school. But you didn't know them in law school. I did not know them in <laughs> law school, but I have I have known them for the last 10, 12 years and you and I have been friends because mm. they would attend all of your other Diwali parties. That's true. And we used to have other parties too when it was more convenient. And people didn't have to drive mm-hmm. three hours. Yeah, I mean, your Houston folks really showed up and represented. Y'all did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was very happy and grateful that everybody could come from Houston. And I think a lot of people hadn't seen each other in a long time, so it was nice. It was nice. Mm-hmm. But I have a question. Sure. Was Winston the best dress? He was the best dress. He's so cute. <laughs> I, I sent all that picture to um to my sister because she used to dog sit him, mm-hmm. and she thought he was so handsome. He is so handsome. Mm-hmm. He's so sweet. He is. He missed all his aunties. He's such a good boy. You guys are very lucky to have him. We are. We don't deserve him. So well, speaking of dogs, uh, I guess we should introduce the episode first. It's um season ten. Episode six, if anyone objects. I have a lot of objections. <laughs> Do you have a lot of objections? <laughs> so many of yeah. them. Yeah. But uh, speaking of dogs, the opening scene is Ashley and Manuel. And 
of course, Rico Suave is on the bed and Manuel is petting him and playing with him. Yeah. They're, they're besties now. They are. But it's like they day are. three. The, the thing I don't understand about like, okay, six episodes in, Ashley and Manuel have been on like day two, day three for like every episode for like the past four episodes. I guess they had to get all their content in, in like two days or something. Well, it sounds like they have a fight every day. And maybe that's why it's moving so slowly for them because they have so much like conflict. Yeah, but then they just bang it out. That is a big problem when that's how you solve your conflicts is bang it out and then you're going to keep having conflicts. Even the producer calls them on their bullshit and is like, um, what the fuck? Like y'all were just fighting like an hour ago. And she's like, oh, but then we banged. Mm-hmm. So I don't really understand Manuel. Like I don't get him. I can't tell if he's like just so chill and doesn't give a fuck or he is scamming her. I don't I don't get it. I think Manuel is like he's from Ecuador, right? So he's like a typical like Latin American dude who's like very machismo. He doesn't like he, he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's just going to do things the way that he wants to do. He's not interested in like changing anything or rearranging anything about his personality he's like just take it as it is and the funny thing about him is like it doesn't matter what setting he's in like the therapist's office the friends like in front of his her mom like he's just always the same yeah he doesn't adjust his personality for to be appropriate like he's completely inappropriate everywhere how he is with all these other people is exactly how he is with her it's so bizarre i mean how does she not know that this is him though like they've been what was it like 10 years or something how long have they known each other yeah 10 years but maybe it's always been on his turf. So maybe she thought he was always comfortable because that was his comfort zone in Ecuador. But now maybe she's just never introduced him to anybody in her life. So she's never seen this personality. Yeah, but I don't think it's just like the problem of him being that way in front of other people. It's like he's that way with her and she doesn't like it now. And it's like, well, you... You've been knowing him all this time, so yeah. But living is this. But living with is this somebody why, is different than like vacationing with somebody. Yeah, of course, of course. Is this the reason why she called him a fuckboy? Is because this is like his attitude, or is like he a fuckboy because he's like like he'll just sleep with a lot of people? Because apparently he's good at sex. Somebody very wise once told me, that being you, the definition of a fuckboy was somebody who is fucking bitches and hoes all day. I think that's the mainstream definition, but like, is she concerned that he's going to do that now? Their fight, their fights or whatever, they're not really telling us what they're fighting about. It's just like, oh, we're fighting. We had a big, like, big blowout, mm-hmm. but like, we don't know why. So it's kind of hard to read the situation. Yeah, it's very confusing. But she, she seems to think that he's not completely genuine because he doesn't really tell her anything, apparently. She feels like he's very guarded with her. And he is like, he's like, I have my private things and I'm going to always be that way. Do you think that's the Latino thing? 
you know, like where men is like, we don't we don't talk about our feelings. You know what I mean? That's like, what I'm. I think like yeah. it's a very like culture where the man is the king and the man is the provider. The man is like like I don't have to explain anything. Exactly. It, yeah. Exactly. And so he's just like, talk about my feelings for what? Like no. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, yeah. I don't know if he's outright scamming her. Like it's hard to tell. I don't think he's outright scamming her. Well, I don't know. He definitely wanted to come to the U.S. and like be able to get to make money in the U.S. for sure. Yeah, is it a hundred percent? That's the reason. I don't know. If you're on this show and you're not on the other way, you want to come to the U.S. Otherwise, you would just be on the other way. I guess. I think it's just like um, (laughs) he will probably marry Ashley, but he'll continue to do whatever he wants to do. And he's never going to answer to her. Like, it's never going to be like mutual, like shared respect sort of thing. It's like, I'm the man and this is the way it is. And either take it or leave Mm -hmm. it. Like, that's the feeling I get. I don't know. Yeah. I think her friend's reactions were very reasonable <laughs> does the one friend look like chantal's sister oh i don't remember you know chantal's sister though like yeah river or the other river. one Some, yeah not river, river. Is, is river the boy or the girl i think river that river was no the river's girl. the boy yeah. river's the know. brother the girl is something else the family chantal i just remember yeah. from pedro and her i do think that uh-huh. life would suck if my sister was chantal and i am that person look who looks like that person i mean chantal's hot as fuck she is but she's also had a lot of work done i mean she's hot with like she probably would have been hot without all her yeah she would have been hot without all the work too but yeah that would have been if that's your older sister or younger sis is it older or younger is chantal older i think chantal is older. yeah hell nah i would have i would Mm -hmm. be so insecure Yeah. yeah yep but no i don't think that that's her front although that would have been an amazing crossover (laughs) i know Mm -hmm. i know plot twist the other guy apparently they're married him and that girl yeah and he's gay well how do you know he's gay i just that was the vibe that i was picking up girl you're picking up vibes from some dude that was on the screen for a minute he was on previous episodes as well i didn't think he was gay but who knows but maybe you weren't paying attention did you ever see the show i think it's called like unbreakable kimmy schmidt or yes something? yes remember pinot noir he wasn't that gay my god he wasn't that gay but he was like that's who he reminded me of i'm like oh it's pinot noir no and sean paul's sister and well, they're married to each other. I, will, <laughs> I will have to watch that part again because i did not notice that at all okay yeah, re-watch. and I feel like I feel entitled to my gayness, you mm-hmm. know, to, I know. to make that call. I am not speculating on anyone's sexuality, nor am I, mm-hmm. um, you know, judging. That was just the vibe mm. in the universe, yeah. and I absorbed it. One thing we glossed over: mm-hmm. she taught us about sex magic. You know what? I was I was impressed with that. What did you think of like the whole? I think it could make sense. She said that when you're going to climax, you're supposed to like visualize something. So like something that you want in the universe. And then you're like supposed to think of it. And then when you reach 
that level of when you have an orgasm, then you're supposed to like meditate on that one thought. And then she said it like vibrates into the universe and like, you know, the light flashes and everything. So you can like manifest shit through sex. I cannot try that out. Why not? Because I'm a very mental person. I have to be... You can't disassociate. I cannot because once okay. I start thinking about something else, I will completely lose it and I, I, I won't be able to reach it again. Gotcha. I'm very easily distracted. So no, I can't do okay. it. But well, you can do it. Maybe I'll report back. Yeah, report mm-hmm. back. Your mom would love to hear it. One thing that she said that was funny to me, she was like, livid is an understatement. I'm pissed. In my head, I was like, wouldn't pissed be less than livid? <laughs> this was when they were in therapy. Yeah, they went to couples therapy. Do you think there was a real therapist? She looks so young. Sure. She looked young, but I don't think she was as young as she. Yeah. Even if she was, like, you could be a therapist when you're like late 20s, right? I think that's a nice niche because she says that she actually works with a lot of 90-day fiancé couples. Mm-hmm. That actually makes a lot of sense. One thing I didn't understand about this like therapy session, and maybe it was just because the cameras were there or something, like why, why did Ashley speak English the whole time? I don't think Ashley's Spanish is as good as we think it is. It's not. She's, I think very, they're she's like a little clunky. clunky because yeah. I have that in my note about... Clayton, I said his Spanish is really good, like way better than Ashley's. Well, but okay, but I think when you're in therapy, you're you're supposed to speak in a language that you're most comfortable with because you're trying mm-hmm. to be yeah, transparent and you're trying to be vulnerable. So I think it makes sense that she mm-hmm. speaks in in English. Yeah, yeah. When I'm in therapy, I just speak in Vietnamese. I mean, you could. I could. There could be a Vietnamese yeah. therapist in Houston. It's actually really hard to find a Vietnamese therapist. Because Vietnamese don't believe in therapy. Well, we don't raise our kids to, to do anything other than being a, an MD or a lawyer or an engineer. Yeah, but, well, I guess you're a lawyer. Yeah. Okay. So that's the problem. Yeah, it is. But how do you think she convinced him to go to couples therapy? Was it just for the episode? Yeah, I think it's paid by the show. Honestly, I think they're so freaking boring. They're really reaching for something to talk about they're so boring there's nothing they're so boring i don't care their problems don't make their problems is like when you're 23 and you move in (laughs) with your boyfriend or your girlfriend for the first time and you don't know how to live together that's it yeah they don't have any real problems it's very annoying our next couple sophie and rob oh our next couple has legit real problems But I don't know what the problem is because this is just free porn. Yeah, it's just free porn. Sophie wasn't even in the U.S. yet. It was 14 weeks ago. Yeah. I? So what is the problem? He did nothing wrong. Yeah. Do you think it's like a porn site? Okay, so that was it like OnlyFans. That was my question. Do you think it's like whatever porn site that he Googles or... Do you think it's another person where they're chatting back and yeah, forth? Yeah, I don't know because, well, it can't be OnlyFans because he said it was free and we all know he's broke. Okay, so like, right. So the way that I read it. It could just be like an Insta. You know, when I watch it, I just thought it was like, oh, somebody slid in his DM and they start talking that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's sending her dick pics. I, I just, I just 
I don't even know if he sent her dick pics, but I'm just saying it could have been something like that. He's like, show me your titties. And she was like, I don't think Sophie would have been so upset the way like to move out if it was just porn that he watched on his. So would it change where there's not Mm -hmm. a communication? Well, yeah, I mean, there was obviously some sort of messaging from what they were saying, but you could do that on a porn site, right? But then don't you have to pay? Yeah, and I don't know. Like what the uh, going rate is to chat with someone these days, but yeah, I don't know either. But I'm assuming it's probably by like minutes or something. I don't I know. Guess. So my question yeah. is, would it change your definition of cheating depending on the source? Like if it's an Insta DM versus like a porn site where this is like their job. I think if it's a porn site or a pay porn site then I don't think it's cheating. That's an entirely different conversation you need to have with your partner, but I don't necessarily think that's cheating. But if it's, you know, a, a mutual, like right. two people having a conversation yeah. and the content of that conversation is extremely inappropriate, then I do think that's cheating. Even if to him, he doesn't care about this chick, like he just wants some, mm-hmm. you know, some free titties or whatever. Yeah. He just wants his sausage to explode. That's right. Oh my God. Her mom is truly MVP. (laughs) She said everything. So funny. We think. Yeah, because as soon as she said, you know, what's he doing? And then her mom was like, oh, he made it all about him, of course. And that's exactly what he's doing. Like, he's a narcissist. But but the sad thing is you can tell that Sophie is already, like, cooling down and thinking about how they're going to fix this. And that's so sad. Of course. Because she's... 23 and she's insecure and she moved her entire life i mean it's obvious that she really wants to be in la like a hundred percent that was like i think so you know part of her decision and why she came obviously she thinks that she's in love with rob you know whether this is love or not in her mind they're in love I just don't understand what it is that he offers. Nothing. You know, like he offers. He offers nothing, but she's very, like, I think she needs to get to know herself and, like, love herself. He's not that nice to her. Mm, No. Even when they're on good terms, he's not nice to her. He doesn't work. He doesn't have a future. He doesn't act like he wants to have a future other than having a bunch of kids. (laughs) but he doesn't have any real career goals or anything to other than what did he say chasing there's chasing gold chasing yeah chasing gold but how how are you doing that yeah i don't know it's very disturbing to me that they're still together like present day is it possible okay so what we're saying is that we think both of them are now living in austin Mm. because of instagram but is it possible that they moved to austin and are now both living in Austin but not together. But why would they do that? Lots of people live in Austin. Lot people love Austin for some I weird know, reason. But of I don't all understand. Things, like shut up. <laughs> of all things. Um I'm gonna move to Austin and then like my ex that I just broke up. I don't think so. I think they're still together. No, I mean they moved to Austin together and maybe they broke and they're up just and broken they're, up they're since. still there. Yeah. I mean possible. She said this was Two, three years ago, right? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, LA is very expensive. Austin is very expensive expensive as well. Austin's fucking expensive too. Like, it thinks... But is it as expensive as LA? Let me tell you something. Anant and I have been 
casually going to open houses on the weekend sometimes just see what's out there um so you know like i'm i've been getting a feel for like what a house costs in austin and then i've been looking up like things in san diego like la it's almost fucking more expensive in austin i I kid you not it's ridiculous that's insane it's nuts it's stupid it's so stupid then you might as well move to san diego exactly that's what i was like if we're gonna buy that if we're gonna spend that much fucking money we might as well move to california Mm -hmm. but they have income tax and we don't they also have the mansion tax they do i've been watching selling sunset yeah but in exchange you have beautiful weather you really can't beat the weather no you can't and you're close to your family so that's good you can go to a million little nieces and nephews birthday parties i could yeah and then i could also spend you know like an hour and a half to get eight miles in traffic but you don't go anywhere anyway so why does that matter (laughs) so i just have to live somewhere close to things that i want to do so that i don't have to drive yeah you would have to okay so obviously they're gonna she's gonna move back in with him right yeah for sure. You know what would be even like douchier of him if he's like, oh, I like your new place and he's just going to move in with her place. <laughs> you know, it's above him and he he's not bougie. He's down to earth. Oh, yeah. He is down to earth. Bathrooms are just too luxurious. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, she's, she's in an Airbnb, right? For sure. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else about this? No, I hate them. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate Sophie, but I I have such a strong reaction when I see Rob come on screen. Like, I don't know if I've ever hated anyone on a 90-day franchise as much as I hate this one You guy. hate? Wait, like, okay. So you hate him more than you hate Big Ed? Ooh. Yeah. You know, see? Big Ed is older. Well, Rob is still a grown-ass man, 32, but... But at least... God, I don't know. I hate Big Ed more. I really can't stand Big Ed. I think, I, I think I Rob know. is just really stupid. I think I think he's a narcissist and he's so arrogant, but he's also very stupid. I think Big Ed is not stupid, but he is a narcissist and mm-hmm. arrogant. Mm-hmm. I don't even know So he should why, know better. But anyways, let's move on. Okay, do you hate Rob more than you hate Jabri? Yeah, 100%. At least Jabri had goals. I felt like Jabri was somewhat entertaining. Like, I, And he was hustling. He, he was, was hustling. They, they had a yeah. plan. Like, they had a plan. He had a vision. That's right. you know. He did. And I don't think Jabri was ever mean to... No, Miona. Like he wasn't a dick to her. Yeah. Yeah. Man, wow. I can't believe. I never imagined a world where we would sit here and talk about how Jabri is a better person. <laughs> I mean, the thing with Jabri and Biota was like, okay, they're clearly on the show to get to get followers, notoriety, yeah. or whatever. I didn't hate them. I hate this guy. Like he's just such an asshole. Like, like you said, like he's never nice to her. Like he's just so rude about everything, and he feels so entitled for nothing. You know those like rom com movies where like. The two main characters that you know are going to fall in love, but they like hate each other. And there's something about the other. Like, what if that's him with you? Like, what if Uh you like hate him, but you secretly want him? I. And you secretly think he's so hot. Absolutely not. No? He's disgusting. You never know. Moving on to Justin and Nikki. I don't know if that's any better. 
No, it's not any better. But they finally had sex. Yeah, but apparently he's a minute man. Well, her thing is that he wouldn't go down on her. Yeah, he wouldn't go down on her. So I think it was like she wasn't primed and ready, sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. like she. Yeah. And she's still fucking begging him for sex, and it's just so gross and manipulative. I hate it. Do you think she's so horny? Is because she's horny, or because she? Is so hopped up on hormones. I mean, she uses it as an excuse. Like, I took a hormone shot before I came, and I'm like a leopard in heat. Gross. Like, that's fine. Then go like pleasure yourself. Like, I feel like yes, you obviously sex is important topic between partners and whatever. But like, you have needs that are like above and beyond. Then just like deal with it. If it's because of the hormones, then go, like, knock one out in the bathroom. Calm the fuck down. I don't necessarily think it's above and beyond because it's day two and they've had sex. Like, this is the first time they're having sex. And he fully admits to his friends that he's uncomfortable having sex with her because he can't help but thinking about Mm -hmm. it, about Mm -hmm. her being trans. Yeah, I mean, I actually thought that um, the conversation with her and Roxy, was, his friend Roxy, was interesting because Roxy was like... When they were at the bar? Yeah, when they were at the bar. She was very, like, empathetic and she was like, you need to talk to him about this and, like, what is his... Ex- that's not a good excuse. Yeah, whatever. but how bizarre that I just meet you so and I'm weird. telling you, yes, yo, so your friend weird. sucks in bed. That is such a weird topic. But the whole thing was weird. Like, the whole meeting. So she showed weird. up and then she's like, oh, I used to prostitute myself and I used to be on drugs. Yeah. And why would you tell your fiance's friends that you're meeting for the first time like the most personal intimate details about your life that's so awkward i think and like what are they supposed to say i think she likes to shock like she likes the shock value Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it's very statler yes yes it is but i think statler is insecure whereas like nikki is like like her, I feel like her. She's addicted to it somehow. Like her whole life, it seems like she wants to shock mm-hmm. people. Yeah, that that's true. I I would agree with that. Yeah, and it was just too much. Like, mm-hmm. how are people supposed to react to something like that? Even if they're not from Moldova, exactly. Even if I'm not in a conservative country, like just anybody, the first time you meet somebody, that's yeah, what you share. It's way too much. Too much. Oh. And also, like, it's clear that she just wanted to be on this show. Because if not, like, if Mm -hmm. the whole goal was to rekindle with Justin, Igor, like, that's the other thing that bothers me. Like, his name is not Justin, and I don't think he enjoys being called Justin. But anyways, if that was your whole end goal, then wouldn't you try to, like, figure all this shit out before applying for his K-1? Because the first time you applied for his K-1, shit didn't work out because you guys were, like, disagreeing on things. So why would you put yourself in that same, situ- like, scenario again? I-, I initially thought they applied for a K-1. Now I don't even know. Do you think they actually have a K-1 in place? You know, I think we talked about this in the first episode. Like, I didn't think that they had applied we did. for his K-1 yet. And she she said they had, but now I don't think they have. I think it would be a difficult application to get approved for a second K-1 with these two as a couple. So I find it hard to believe that they have another 
K1 that's already been approved. No, I, I'm not saying that they have another one K1 right now that's already been approved. I think they're applying for one right now. It just hasn't been approved yet. But that's what I was led to believe based on what she said. But based on based on all their yeah, I know. I'm just telling you, like my thought process from the beginning was like, have they even applied? Or maybe they started the paperwork, but it's you know processing, which can take years. Yeah, because the issues that they're having are very much issues that you have at the beginning mm -hmm. when you're like getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not issues where you know you're going to plan a life with somebody. They're still working through some very elementary, basic issues that yeah. they should resolve before they get married, for sure. Yeah. If they're both in it just to be on the show, which is what you know, I've been saying it's weird to me that he has gone all in, like introducing her to his parents, you know, like taking her, her around his friends is one thing, but like going that far, that seems a lot. Well, he would have to because the show asked him to. That, that's what I'm saying. Like for him to agree to that is a lot to put his parents through that. Yeah. What was the deal when he like, stuck out the straw from his drink and like she sucked it was it like wasn't that so bizarre yeah it's weird and then like she said she spilled alcohol on her boobs and she like stuck it in his face in front of like all of his friends i'm telling like, you she just wants to put on a performance because she likes the re she wants to see people reaction yeah, it, she wants to be mm -hmm, the center of attention mm -hmm. and it's just it's gross and inappropriate and not okay and and i don't know why she does that but she does it. <laughs> One thing that I thought was funny was they were in the car and um, I don't know what they were doing, but he was like, oh, hey, ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I know. I thought it was so random and weird. So Maybe that sense of humor. Yeah, like, really it was goofy. funny to me. I thought it was yeah. hilarious. Um, I was going to give Igor props for being like very mature, like in the conversation that he had with his friends and like even his little like one-on-one -on -one interview where he talks to the camera or whatever but then i remembered that he dressed like a nazi and i was like no he gets no credit do you think the show is ever going to address that i'm sure it'll come in the tell-all yeah yeah they'll have yeah. to all right next couple jasmine and gino jasmine and gino this was really amazing <laughs> i cannot believe the line of questionings that his cousins were asking her it was insane like, what do you think? Before, you we, think you get, can, before we get okay. to that, who knew that there was such a huge bocce ball community that they need to have this humongous bocce ball center? Yeah, I don't know. Indoor. And also, is bocce ball Italian? I think it is. Yeah. I mean, bocce sounds kind of Italian, but I was like, what is happening? Um, but yeah, so they go and meet his family and... These questions were out of line. Way out of line. And it's like really weird to ask somebody when you're first meeting them to ask, how do you contribute to society? Mm -hmm. 
right? It's like um, she's always contributed to society. She's just in a different country. Right. Well, how are you yeah. going to be a productive American? That's yeah. what they wanted to Pretty, know. That's what they want to know. Frankly, but you know what? It's none of their fucking business. But what does that even mean? How are you going to be a productive person in society? What does that they mean? They want her to have a job and pay, pay taxes? taxes and contribute and do her part. But she does have a job. Being on the show is her having a job. Her being doing commercials and what, was was that his cousin or who his aunt? I don't know. I don't know who any of these people were. I don't care. But someone she they were like Gino's not the best looking guy and and she's very provocative. So what is the story mm-hmm. here? He's, I was like, yeah, that's rude. No, he's not the best looking guy, and he doesn't have any money. That they also said that. Oh, I didn't hear them say that. Yeah, because they said I he, thought they were gonna. They were saying that she's like spending all his money. No, they said he's not the best looking guy and he doesn't have any money. So, like, what is the catch here? So, implying that she's here for a green card. I didn't mm-hmm. hear that. Watch that part. I thought they were saying that she's. They were implying that she's just like taking from him because she, they were like, "Why are you not more gra- grateful, Jasmine?" That the part that you're talking about about why all these weird questions. That's when they're all sitting mm-hmm. down talking mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. But I'm talking yeah. apart when when the husband and wife were talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. They're saying that Gino is not the best looking guy and he doesn't have any money. I'm gonna rewatch. I didn't hear them say. Yeah, that. rewatch that part because I thought it was really weird that they think that and then from there went to but jasmine you guys need a prenup to protect your money because they said the lady said that she's posting all of these provocative pictures online and then they said is she looking for another sugar dad yeah so implying that gino is the sugar i'm not saying that they didn't say that they said that I'm saying they also said that Gino doesn't have any money. But it makes no sense. Uh, exactly. Line of thinking. That, like, that is exactly the point I'm trying to convey. It doesn't make any sense because they contradict themselves. I'll have to rewatch. And then I'm going to write yeah. them a letter. No, because they're just really, they're just stupid. That's all. They are stupid. They're very, and you know what? You know who's not contributing to um, American society right now? Gino. Because <laughs> he quit his job. Yeah. So let's talk about Gino. Well, I think that his family was way out of line. Gino is out of fucking line for not stepping up in this scenario and be like, you know what, guys, this is an inappropriate line of questioning. Or like, these are things between my future wife and I. Like, we can work this out on our own. It's none of your business. Like, if my potential husband and and I was in that scenario and he didn't stick up for me, no. Yeah, no, but Gino never steps up for her. He never does. He never stands up for her. Yeah, I would have been. Livid would be an understatement, to quote Ashley. That would be an yeah, understatement. I would have been yeah. so mad. Yeah. So let's get to the real meaty part. So you think it's his? It can't be his because he doesn't recognize it. No, I'm it. joking. Yeah. Does he not recognize it? I thought Gino was lying his fucking teeth off. Okay, so you, you think Jasmine is not wrong. I think Jasmine's not wrong. Jasmine is fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. and like a child. Like who acts like that? Do you really start screaming, crying, carrying on like somebody just like killed your dog or something? It was way too much. It was over the top. It was oh very amazing. It was, it was way over yeah. Like she was like hyperventilating. 
if anybody is acting 23, it was Jasmine in that moment. Like, it was a mess. But... It was amazing. Do I think that Gino has been doing something shady and he knew how that lip gloss got there? Yeah. I thought he was acting shady as fuck. Like, the way that he was, like, responding to her questions, like, immediately he was like, Oh, what? Uh, where'd you find that? Oh, is that yours? Who would ask that? Is that a natural line of questioning, Gino? You know? He should have said, it's my cousin's or something. No, but then, oh, it might have been my coworker or mm-hmm. some other motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, who is this other motherfucker, Gino? You know? And you, do you, I don't know if you remember, like, when Je- Gino and Jasmine were first introduced. Yeah. And they might have they might have shown this on like this season because it might have been like their backstory. But like when G- Jasmine would make Gino be on like FaceTime 24-7, like if he was leaving the house, she'd be like, Where are you going? You're going to pick up food? Put me on camera. She wanted a report every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like now to go from that. To be like, oh, I've been having lunch with my coworker who is a female and she's in my car. Mm-mm. Gino, you know you're wrong. But who would be in his car? No, I mean, like, who would, like, a romantic interest? Like, how is that possible that anybody else outside of Jasmine could be romantic, could be interested in Gino? Well, he's divorced, so at least one woman has another been, Another know, foreigner. Interested. He has a type. Or those are the only ones that would give him a chance. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe his coworker wants a piece mm. of his You think pension. it's his coworker? Maybe. Well, his coworker would also have a pension. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I thought he was he was acting super This shit. fight was insane. It was too much. It was a lot. Do you think they're like kind of dialing it up? Or do you think that's really how she is? I mean, we know we've seen this from her. But does does she dials it up every time? You know, like I said, she reminds me of someone. And this person that I have in mind is like this. And it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, it's so nonsensical that it just, like, destroys relationships with other people because of how Mm -hmm. toxic it is. And I think, like, that's just how she is. She's very insecure. And she, this is how she fights. It's very manipulative. Yeah, it's it's you know to be like carrying on this much. If I were Gino, even though I'm lying, okay, but this is her reaction, mm-hmm. and this is her reaction every time with something, I would just drive her to the airport. But he knew this. It's been three years. He know he's been knowing. Where did he drop her off? I don't know. She's like behind a warehouse and like the side yeah. of a building. It's so weird. Yeah. But he's like still there, right? Like, he's yeah, he's not going to leave her. But like, she yeah. drops her phone, didn't even pick it up. Yeah. And just yeah. ran off crying and didn't have didn't have any money didn't have anything like it was like why would you demand him no. drop you off in the middle of nowhere when you can just ask him to take you home so you can pack up your shit and leave like you want because she's. She's insane. She wants him to like beg her forgiveness or something. And also like then she's like begging. I think it might be preview for next week, but she's like begging him. Just buy me a ticket. She doesn't want to go back to Panama. No, she she's being dramatic. I do think in that moment, she does want to go back to Panama. Yeah. Once she calms down, she's going to like get over it real quickly. 
Yeah, so you know how it's everyone's like theory that you said this, I've read it on like Reddit and stuff too, is that like they're talking so much about her kids because they're either going to have a spinoff or they're going to bring her kids, blah, blah, blah. I think it's the mm-hmm. opposite where, you know, I said I was very surprised that Jasmine would even want to bring her kids to the United States because she doesn't want to be a mother. And I think it's all like a, a lead up to the storyline that they can't sponsor her kids because of you know, doesn't have a job and this and that and blah, blah, blah as an excuse. I think it's a very big statement to make about somebody's interest in being a mother. I... Mm, but we're just... Is it not our... <laughs> is it not our literal job to comment on these people? And But we don't know anything about her and her relationship with her kids and, and her experiences. So I, I... From what I... You're right. You're right. I shouldn't talk about a mother in that way. You could be right. I don't know. <laughs> I want... I want to give a butt to this, but I'll let it. it. It's a strong statement, but I get the feeling that she's not interested in being in the responsibilities of motherhood. I think that's a very strong statement. I, I think the opposite. I think she does have an interest, whether she wants to, to actually does the mothering, because that's very hard work. But I do think that she wants her kids to have a good future yeah i i don't disagree with that and i don't disagree with the fact that she loves her children like i i i'm not speculating or commenting on that at all i'm just saying that i don't think she wants the day-to-day like i'm gonna bring you to soccer practice and pick you up from school and make you a peanut butter sandwich for lunch like well i'll be very honest i don't want to do any of those things but that doesn't mean that I don't want to be a mother. But that doesn't mean I don't want to be a mother. Like there's different things to being a mother than making peanut butter sandwiches. Like, <laughs> but you're not a mother. And like there's lots of really good moms without having to be a good soccer mom. I, I, I do think that there is plans to bring her kids over. And I do think that that is going to be a spinoff. Mm-hmm. But I have a more important... If TLC is listening, just no. Let's not. Let's well, not yeah, I mean, you don't have to watch. these people yeah but i think you will but not yeah i have a question which is much more important no. than what we're talking about mm-hmm. do you think coco looks crusty yeah but i also think that all white dogs especially like small white dogs always look a little crusty i'm constantly picking my dog's eye boogers yeah, it's so gross to me i cannot stand but do you do with, it like people have or do you make a not do it no, Winston doesn't really get too many eye boogers. Oh my god, Brooklyn and and Poppy both get so much, and I have to do it like I'm like obsessed with doing it every day. Well, that's the thing. Like on those type of dogs where they have like that fur there, and also like mm-hmm. it's light in color, they get that like tear trough thing, and it's so yeah, like it's so gross. Poppy has like grayish type fur. She doesn't get the, she has very defined like boogers. Like they're not like runny. Like they're not like watery, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to hear something disgusting? Probably not, but I'm going to tell you anyways. I was once at a coffee shop mm-hmm. and this lady um, like wiped her her dog's eye boogers and fed it to the dog. 
You know what? I don't feed it to the dogs, but Brooklyn will go and look for it and try to eat it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know why. Oh, I don't know why, but she does it. Oh my god, that's so disgusting. Yeah, like she. Yeah, it is very gross. Sorry, Brooklyn, you nasty girl. She is nasty. Yeah, <laughs> but she's so cute. She is. Anyways, okay. Let's move on to to Nick, Peggy. Nick and Devin. Nick and Devin. Yeah, she doesn't want to be called Piggy, Christine. <laughs> Which makes it even funnier when <laughs> his parents meet her. First, they got her mom's. His mom. You look so much prettier in person. Yeah. And then his dad was like, "You're so slim." <laughs> <laughs> You're not a piggy. They at were all. so nice. They were exceptionally nice. I was expecting this to go yeah. way worse. You, you, we expected um, the parents to be super stoic and cold, but no, they were lovely. They were so friendly and kind and sweet and like very open, right? Like not standoffish at all. Yeah, I thought they were trying. They were. They and like, were. Even, I mean, his mom says like later on that. She was really concerned when he was going to marry this American girl and she didn't like it, whatever. But then she realized, like, her son always, like, like they raised him, right, to do the right thing and to, like, make good decisions. And he always has. So she's just going to, like, trust him. And I thought that was, like, yeah. very nice and understanding. It, it and was surprising. Right. Very sweet, but also <laughs> surprising because Asians people do not think that way. No, they do not. I know. I was I was like, okay. Yeah. This was best case scenario to be honest. I mean, and when she was crying, when when Devin was crying, you know, it mm-hmm. in that context it made sense. Yeah. You know, well, like she she was just feeling overwhelmed and a lot but, of guilt. Yeah, about, but also she's 23, 22. Uh, she's yeah, so she's young. young. She's and young. it's just like these kind yeah. of things are like a lot probably. Yeah. Um, but that dinner was so amazing. I was like immediately craving for Korean barbecue. <laughs> it looked so good. I really wanted to go out for Korean barbecue right after, but then I couldn't. Don't even know the last time I've been for a Korean barbecue. I think probably in California because my brothers, um, my mom and my brother like to go. Oh my God. It's so good. What do you eat when you go? But I don't eat. Well, you're vegetarian. I, I ate meat. So it has to be at least. That long ago, but you would you eat all the sides and stuff? That's what I normally do when it's like a predominantly meat place. Mm -hmm. But I don't know at Korean barbecue is there enough stuff? Yeah, Uh, extra stuff. All the banchans, maybe. Yeah, there's there's a lot of banchans. The the rice is good, and then you can eat it with kimchi or like pickled cucumbers and Mm -hmm. seaweed and stuff. It's very good. Maybe I'll let Anant eat Korean barbecue, and I can go with. Yeah, if if the next time your mom's in town or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Austin has a good Korean food scene, though. Probably not. I don't think they do. I heard that the best Korean restaurant is at H Mart, so that's yeah. not saying too much. No, no. Or but that's in, saying a lot. Houston has too. a pretty decent uh, Korean yeah, food scene. The last um, Anant and I went to like Koreatown once in houston <clears throat> yeah we live we live really mm-hmm. close to it yeah. so we go all the time and whenever honestly jackie would watch all these korean dramas on tv and whenever she starts a new drama we have to eat so much korean food <laughs> she 
Can she send me a list? Because I've been wanting to like start K-dramas. I, you still haven't seen the one that I asked you to watch. Which one? The Crash Landing on You one. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a really good one. I'll watch that. And then that's I'll a very good back. one. The next time I have like a lot of free time by myself. Because mm-hmm. Ananth is not going to watch it. No, I don't watch. That's the only Korean drama that I watch with Jackie. We have watched a few Korean zombie movies, which have been pretty good. Not the same thing. But yeah, it's it's not, but it's yeah something. My favorite part was like when they were, I don't remember what they said, but they were like, it's fine, everything. And then they started clapping and he was like, just clap, clap. Yeah, I thought it, I was like, I wonder if that's a cultural thing. Was. Like they just it randomly started so clapping. Funny. But don't you think his sister the whole time was just staring at Devin like, what the fuck, girl? Yeah, it's, well, number one, like his sister looked really young and then she had like two little kids. No, she doesn't look that young. His sister doesn't look that young. I don't know. I thought it was like his younger sister. I mean, I guess it could still be his younger sister because he's like 30 something. Yeah. No, she looked like late 20s, early 30s. I loved the niece. Like, I thought she was so cute with her little like bubble ponytail, pigtail. (laughs) So cute. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was a great dinner. So are they going like straight back to the US? Like she just came and they're going to go back together? Mm It, they kind of made mm-hmm. it seem like that, which is why I was so confused because I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Why are you only seeing your parents once? She literally yeah. just landed yeah. two days ago. But I think in the coming up next, they're going to some like to some site, heritage site, and he's going to propose there. Yeah. So I think that whole goodbye scene is that he's just like, I'm going to take her to this thing for a couple of days, you know, mm-hmm. and then Maybe. come back. And see his parents again. Because there is no way that she only she flew all this way for yeah. one dinner. That doesn't make but any sense. But also, like, in last week's episode preview, it showed them going to, like, a temple. So that's the next episode? That's the next episode. And that's where he's mm-hmm. going to propose. Okay. Yeah. I thought that's where they were going to meet his parents. And I'm like, okay, they just went and had Korean food. No, they're, they're going to the temple and they're getting all dressed up in their traditional mm-hmm. garments. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people do that and when like tourists, I mean, do that when they go to Korea. I would totally do that. Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't, but Jackie would Jackie would make me do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you just really need to get over your problem of traveling with other people so that me and Jackie can go on vacations together. You and Jackie are welcome to go on vacation (laughs) together. I don't have to be there. You can hang out with the non. You guys can drink and eat. I I I travel very specifically, and if I have to like, so not do only, we. But see, if I already well, have that's to, not a good. Yeah, <laughs> that's the point. No, but we're easy going. You're not easy going. You're <laughs> extremely difficult, and I'm extremely difficult. There's no way. Actually, I am. I am way more easy going than you. Okay. You were like very particular about things. yeah. Like if. If I travel, let's say we went on a couple's vacation and you were like, I want to do all this stuff. I'd be like, okay. Whereas you would be like, no, I want to do this, this, this. And this. No, that's not true. I would, if you wanted to do something that I didn't want to do, do, I would. It, but you would be. No, enraged. no. I would be like, okay, you can, you guys can do it without us. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I think oh, it's so not funny. it's not even that. I think I because, you know, this has been something that Jackie has really had to struggle with because I never want to travel with anybody else but her. 
or whoever I'm dating. So her, mm -hmm. because sometimes she wants to bring her friends and whatever. And I think the problem is I feel like I have to be on yeah. when, with, when there's other people. So that's like exhausting to me. But you know? I think the ideal so, like, like couples trip is is like what you said. It was like you guys do some of your own things. Like everybody does their own whatever. But like you still can go to like dinners together. You can go to like a show. It's fun. But that's like but how do you plan that? You just coordinate shit. Because I already plan out everything I'm ahead not. of time. Everybody's a terrible planner. So no. and then and then they change their mind at the last minute or something and that would just get I on my nerves. Have a spreadsheet every time I travel. With you have a spreadsheet for your outfits. I have a spreadsheet for my outfits. I also have a spreadsheet for my restaurants. I also have a spreadsheet mm. for my activities. And I also have a lot of anxiety about like what if I want to change plans and then I feel a lot of guilt about putting other people out. So a lot of this is actually mm. around my anxiety about things not going exactly how I plan it to go. Which is what I said. I'm way more easygoing. Okay. And you, you okay. I don't disagree with that. I'm just explaining where I'm coming from and why I, mean, I don't like to travel with I other understand, people. I understand. But I still don't like it because I want to go somewhere oh, with you. Yeah. Manal and I go places together, so but obviously. but that's because Manal doesn't mind that. I'm gonna have to replace you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Who else do we? Have uh, left? we have Clayton, Clayton and Annalie. She's 26. I think in the last episode yeah. we didn't. Annalie or Annalie? I don't know. Annalie. Mm -hmm. They're kind of cute Annalie. together. She's a little bit awkward. She's like young. Him. Yeah, but they're kind of cute. I think they. Like, I, he, he doesn't hate women, you know? He seems like a nice guy. He's just very nerdy. Yeah, he's, like, super socially awkward. <laughs> I, he is awkward. I think there was one thing that they showed it on this episode, too, and it reminded me um, that I was going to bring up the last episode was he said he proposed on day four, and she said, aw. <laughs> and isn't that, like, the universal, like, I'm just not that into you, and I'll just say, like, aw. Yeah. I don't want to respond, but somehow they're actually engaged. It could be that she's using him for a green card. Mm. And we don't know how she will be a productive member of society. And is she grateful? And will she eat <laughs> his guinea pig? She actually handled his place <laughs> pretty well. Yeah, she did say, it's okay. Like all couples start from like zero and we'll like figure it out. Thought that was pretty nice. Yeah. Considering what she had to walk into. Very nice. Yeah. I like how um, when his mom said hi to her, she was like, Tamo. <laughs> I died. Because this, this girl looked so confused. Adelie was like, um, you do. She just like was studying her Duolingo in, in like um, in her closet. And <laughs> she she's like, I'm trying to learn Spanish. I know. Yeah. I know. It's like five minutes before he leaves for the airport. She's like, I've been studying my Spanish. He's like, what did you learn? She's like, como esta. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then he was like, don't yell yeah. at her. Don't like that was so funny. Oh, uh, yeah. So funny. Um, you know what? This this part of the episode really created some tension in my household <laughs> because both of them have this shirt with their faces on it. 
And Jackie was like, oh, yet another 90 day couple with with a, a shirt with a face shirt, you know, um, like Zaid and Rebecca. And she's like, but yet it's been three, four uh-huh. years and I still don't have a shirt. My question is, whose shirt is better between Zaid? Zaid. Zaid's shirt is <laughs> always Trevor's. better. That is, Zaid's shirt you is. You can never beat that. That is the um. best scene ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I I told Jackie I can get her shirts if she designs it. There you go. Yeah, I thought it was very romantic of me. <laughs> like you do all the work and I will pay for it. That's so romantic. Well, you know, if I design some shirts, she's gonna be like, I don't like the quality of this mm-hmm. shirt. That's I don't true. like the cut. Like I don't like this color. Why did you pick this picture? You know. <laughs> it is true. One thing I was wondering is like he bought her all these gifts. He bought her the shirt, the mug, the llama, whatever. The yeah. alpaca. <laughs> Couldn't he just have brought the flowers to the airport and like gave her all this shit at home? Why did he have to bring exactly like, the coffee mug? Like one more thing. Here you go. I know. It's so weird. No sex on the first night. Yeah, not a good sign. Well, okay, not a good sign, but. There is mom in the closet. There is mom in the closet, but to be quite honest, if I was, what's she, 20, how old is she? 26. If I was 26 and I was coming to the U.S. to meet my 90-day fiancé, we're banging. Uh, if your mom is in the closet, we'll, we'll try to be quiet. Are you serious? You would told, like, day one. Uh, I definitely You are tired. You're, it's, everything yeah. is brand new. Yep. We would have been doing it. Sorry. Okay. That said, why she came from Lima, right? Like, why was her flight 30 hours? Like, is it just me or do these people pick the worst flights ever? Like, did you see that story that I sent you like a few hours ago? I sent you this it's somebody's no, story about where? going from Denver to Bali and and it's like five flights. Mm-hmm. And I don't get it. Like it maximum exactly. If I have one stop. I mean, I'm granted, from this. Denver to Bali is not easy because Denver is a little awkward, Asia right? But or what, yeah, but like, it doesn't. Okay. You don't need four layovers, okay? You can you can do two. Remember that one I sent you where yes. they like, came back from Greece? Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. like, what the? F- I I don't get it. Yeah, and I looked up the flights from Lima to Lexington because he's in Lexington, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um. There's a nine hour, 50 minute option. And and there's like, that's with a layover. So what, 30 hours? Where did she go? What did she do? Like, you know, but okay, remember when Sophie says she, she just landed in yes, LA and from London. From London. That made no sense. Yeah, why would it take 24 hours from London? I LA is so confused. But I like, don't know what it is with these people. It's so it's weird so how they don't know how to... You know, like we, so we all went out, I went out to dinner with Jackie's friends last night and mm-hmm. they have, they all have heard about the show. So I, I'm not kidding. 50% of that dinner was me talking about our show, <laughs> <laughs> talking about this podcast and, and the actual show we're watching. And well, special shout out. Yeah. Special shout out people. to Renato and Christy and Christina. Yeah. But they, they've never seen the show. So I, I just had to really dig deep and explain everything. <laughs> And and I said, yeah, you know, these people, a lot of them have never traveled before. They're not very, they're like middle America, not super exposed. And my friend's wife was like, so like they have to get a passport just to go on this trip. And I'm like, yes, 
Like mm-hmm. a lot of these people, this is their first passport to get to to go somewhere so yeah. they can meet the person that they've been dating for three years. Yep. This is why mm-hmm. they take five flights to go anywhere. Yeah, and it's not just it's not just these people on ninety day fiance. Like I've noticed, a lot of people just don't know how to book good like travel. Maybe because they you know they just book the cheapest like, route or whatever, a ten hour layover or something. Yeah, which not worth it. Yeah, not worth it. Not worth nope. it. One thing that I was gonna say is he said that he doesn't see the point of flowers because they always die. And you used to say the same exact thing. But I actually do love flowers. Yeah, but you were like, what is the point of getting flowers? Oh yeah, no. I mean getting flowers is different. Like what is the point of gifting someone flowers? I I, I think that's a lot that's very expensive. But I'm happy to spend twenty dollars at H E B for so I can like have some nice flowers in my house, but I don't think. Did you I guys need... take a flower arrangement from our Diwali party? No, girl, because I no, because I was gonna go straight home and then go to a Rockets game. Okay, well, the flowers are still kicking, so you could have been having them on your counter, enjoying them. No, we have a lot of stuff packed and stuff, so it's just because we had to bring back all this barbecue. That's <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feed you any meat. Yeah, I actually just finished the last of the Austin barbecue at lunch today. Y'all really brought barbecue home? Well, not on purpose. It was just left over from the lunch that we went. Mm. It was just we just ordered everything, so we had a lot of food left. How long did y'all wait in line? Came, we got there thirty minutes before it's open. This was inter. What so was like it? Ten thirty. Interstellar. Interstellar barbecue in Austin. Um, ten thirty. Got in about eleven ten ish. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It moved pretty about fast. Standard. It's okay. The food, honestly, I thought Truth Barbecue in Houston is a lot better. Truth is really good. So again, um, again, Austin is overrated with everything. I so. can't disagree with you. Except for except Austin, Austinites throw a damn good Diwali that's party. Right. That's, that's what I will Second say. Second only to Padma. Definitely, you were not as good as Padma's party. Padma's party was way better. <laughs> Fuck you. You. First of all, you don't know. I, I saw the go. stories that she posted, and you can do better. You should strive to do better next year. Next yeah. year, next year, I'm just gonna strive to get an invite to Padma's party, and then y'all are on your own. Okay. Well, you you have to host one because Jackie's already looking for a sorry for next Diwali. <laughs> well, now that she knows how to tie it, yeah. Now that she got her practice in. after three hours, she perfected it. <laughs> You want to know, I, guests had arrived, I was butt naked, my hair wasn't done, and I managed to tie my sari in five minutes, and I was impressed. But don't you just wear a sari around the house all day, every day? <laughs> I just wear it to sweep the floor. And yeah, while well, you served your husband yes. chai and make fresh dosa. Well, I light dung, cow dung in my kitchen and sprinkle cow urine around my house. I have not. I have not seen that yet. <laughs> Get ready. No, we're gonna we're gonna watch it tonight. Um, once the food comes, actually, the food is already here. So we actually need to wrap this up. Well, you better go because, yeah, I know you don't like to eat cold food. So, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in once again. Yeah. I mean, I think next week is going to be really exciting. Um, I think we're we're having a proposal next week in in Korea. I hope it's a good proposal. There has not been many good 90-day fiancé proposals. Hopefully he didn't ask Rob to teach him a dance. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Okay. All right. Enjoy Thank your you, Indian y'all. Food. That's right. Oh, it's going to be so delicious. But I have one last thing to say. Okay, say it. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of 90 Day Fiance Bay. Find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at 90 Day Fiance Bay and on Instagram at 90 Day Fiance Bay Pod. As always, we appreciate your support and until next time. <laughs>